Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Kitchen Table Adventures podcast. Join us on our Pathfinder 2nd Edition adventure brought to you right here from our Kitchen Table. Kitchen Table Adventures is available on all major podcast platforms and YouTube. Enjoy the episode. So, who uh, wants to make a happy story about what we did last time? I can make a happy story about how we fought a very sad hag. (laughs) But yeah, no, we fought a hag in some abandoned old ruins. Ash ended up turning into one of those prunes. I, I, I absorbed all the moisture into the air, straight into my skin, and just kind of puffed. Yeah. In case you haven't picked it up yet, Ash is cursed. It's a curse. It's a curse. Did we return back yet to get all of our stuff? Or um, get the I reward? Think, I think we stopped right at the, ton- uh, the tunnel, the temple. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you guys returned back to town, went straight to a... Uh, we inquired a few monks, and then yeah. before... They were like, bitch, no. You're like, hey, yes, are you? We ain't strong enough to help you, so go somewhere else, please. <laughs> Fuck off, please. Have you tried sleeping it off? I've heard okay. in certain editions of this game, a power nap will fix that. <laughs> Have you tried pl- unplugging it and plugging it back? It just makes me look at that, just think of that gigantic sword that I'm carrying. Just like, hmm. Yeah. Ah. I'm just insert. Turning off and all, yeah. I mean, I mean, that would, that would be a surprise at a children's parties. Just keister that giant sword. Where did that come from? <laughs> the rectum of holding. <laughs> just... The way we lifted this curve, we just splat and then the react. Done. That's actually a valid, viable tactic yeah. to lift a curse. I'm not sure I can resurrect you yet, though. <laughs> the killer first. No, who can resurrect? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let me barbecue her. <laughs> just wake up with like one arm, that's it. <laughs> a conscience shoved into an arm. <laughs> just an arm and a head and just kind of roll around. <laughs> when like I raged up. Because <laughs> I'm very upset about my current predicament. Just like could things. Be the thing. Just a head and just, just, just throw some legs and we'll fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that, um... The Japanese pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean 2. The one whose head gets lopped off. Oh yeah. He's like, Wait, buddy, buddy, come back here. Oh, the, with the, uh, like the hermit crab. Yeah, and had, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Turns in on himself, becomes a hermit crab, walks off. Anyhow. <laughs> As they do. So, yeah, last time, the temple proved kind of useless for breaking this curse. A more potent spellcaster was uh, necessary. I think you returned back to the inn. Uh, we were not about even to, yet. Even? No, no, we were at the uh, at the temple still. Um, about to leave. About to leave, yeah. So we had to the inn. So you had to work the end. Everything's closed at this point, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's late at night, so including my heart. <laughs> Total eclipse of the Once we make it to the end, I'd like to inquire if there are any bookstores with scholarly treatises in town. So, as you guys just get back to the inn, Hija, the... Did I introduce your name? Nope. The innkeeper you met before isn't there. It's late at night and mm. she's worked most of the day, so right now there's mostly just a, a night guard more. Uh, 
more or less for if there's any any entry at late at night but mostly just keep an eye out not the, the innkeeper you've met before mm -hmm. you you want to inquire about inquire if there are any uh, bookstores that um, specialize mostly on scholarly treatises that's a natural one isn't it mm -hmm. that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> this town does not have anything of the sort okay okay no the, this town is it implodes. <laughs> <laughs> this town doesn't exist. It was it's all part of the hag's imagination. Mostly focused as a uh, a trading post uh, mm -hmm. between several places, because uh, it kind of borders a few countries. It's more like a trading hub. So uh, the more specialized stores are, are not available here, unless you just happen to have uh, luck with the, the correct merchant being around. But yeah, the the, the night guard is kind of like. Just here to do my job, man. You didn't roll twenty, so I can't magically make it appear. <laughs> I just woke up to ask Pat. Pat, you're gonna be like this for a while. Better get used to it. Woke <coughs> upstairs, go to bed. Rude. I, I just nod and try to find the closest keg of beer to take to my room. You can ask the the night guard. He's basically there just to provide people with if there's anything they need. If there is a cask of ale, I'll take it. He goes to the back. And Kind of comes dragging it back, but uh, he hands you uh, a, a keg. <coughs> you have a keg of beer. And I take it to my room and I empty it by just, drinking it. Bathe in it and. <laughs> just soak in it. Yeah. <laughs> See if the beer does anything for my skin. And do the first. <laughs> you come out of your bath with luscious hair. It's great. But still, but still like green and wrinkly and all yeah. warded up. <laughs> but your hair is immaculate. Boxy blonde hair. <laughs> Your hair is immaculate. <laughs> Everything else looks... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but the yeah. hair. That hair is... So, roll a... Just a general constitution. Or a 42 save. For drunkness. That's 21. So, yeah. It's an entire keg. You don't go blind drunk. You're uh, you, you do You do notice it, but... Uh, you do knackered. go properly drunk, but... You manage to at least hold on to yourself and uh, after that I just turn in for the night okay if he had rolled lower than double digits I think we would have just ended up having to spend the following morning finding her <laughs> yeah holding up her of course <laughs> he's <laughs> in the keg oh <laughs> oh in the river oh <laughs> both of us uh, that's not that's no that's not very responsible Ash, it's not a boat. I just want to go fishing. <laughs> do you have to do both? Do you have to do everything in one go? Can yes. you do it as distinct separate entities? Yes. No. You can sit in your keg yes. on the side of the water while no. fishing. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anymore. Okay, so I'm at old. this point we found her outside, sitting in a sitting on her no, keg. I'm actually in my bed. <laughs> just You're dreaming this. Sleeping it off. Um, if there's nothing else you guys want to do for the night. No, I'm just head all head. Hit the hay. Nope. So yeah, next morning comes around. Kids <laughs> screaming outside. <laughs> yeah, as, as the morning comes, I'd like to wake up and basically replace the bandages that I had put on. Basically cover everything. Yeah. Um, and use the, uh, the, the sort of shawl that I had used for the poison prevention stuff prior as a sort of mouth mask. You can still see like this is all like haggard and 
slightly yeah, so, rotten, yeah. but uh, most of it is covered in bandages. You you manage to cover up most of it, and a person who doesn't know you would mostly just see you as a, a older woman, nothing particular uh, or special. Downstairs, breakfast is being prepared, and as you wake up, you already s- smell this, this thing, like fresh bread uh, being made. And downstairs, the, the dwarven woman you met yesterday <coughs> is uh, working, making the breakfast, preparing at least. Uh, there's a few people sitting around already eating and, and drinking a bit. And she seems to be just doing her job, serving them and, and standing or at least just waiting for more people to show up, asking. So, how do you guys want to proceed? So we're planning uh, to go to the festival now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we actually already met up with, uh, you know, our assignment givers? Yeah, we... Uh, actually, we haven't been to see them no. yet, have we? No, no. we haven't. So we, we went should there probably do night, that yeah. before we leave. Because, <laughs> you know, pay up. <laughs> we need that money. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar is a copyright strike. Alright, Breach Hill. That was it. Yes, that's where we're yeah. going. Breach Hill, then Elidare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we go, um, we go we, to the mayor. We, eat we go to Ronti. So yeah, you guys return back towards uh, the town hall. This time, knowing a, a actual name or someone to, to approach about this. Mm-hmm. You inquire about him at, uh, at the desk. And again, like, uh, just like last time, the clerk kind of just gestures you towards the, uh, the waiting area. And a few minutes later, the now familiar mayor comes to, to pick you guys up and, and leads you to his office. Well, take the ba- I take the bag that had the hag head in it. Toof. Toss that on the floor in front of him. You he, had a hag. He looks a bit perturbed. Uh, and he gaps he the bag and carefully looks inside. And the moment he can kind of peek in, you see him just disgusted and, and just reel back, sets us on it on his desk and just, yeah. Mm, yeah. A a hack? Yes. Mm, it's weird this this close to town. Mm. Are you guys okay? Um, I pull the sh- uh, shawl down. As far as you consider a curse okay. I'm sorry to hear. Um, at least you still have your life. Hags are nothing to scoff at. Uh, hang on, and he, he walks uh, behind his desk and, and starts rummaging through the. Uh, um, I put the shawl back. Through the, uh, the drawers, and he pulls out a, a small satchel, and then sets it upon the desk. Um, a, a reward for 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 this, and he, he glances around between the the, the three of you and. His eyes linger on, on uh, Ash for a just a bit more, and he starts rummaging through the uh, through the desk again. Grabs a, a piece of parchment, seems to be quite fancy, and starts just writing up. Anyone needs dwarfish? Okay. So. Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe reads dwarfish. Yeah, apparently. Just not common, so he can't. <laughs> he can't translate. No. I could get it. I could get a setup that someone could translate for uh, for Joe. No, it's not on this one. But he actually knows a couple of languages, but it's not on this sheet. He he writes up a, a document and starts rolling it up and 
tying it. It makes it nice, like a, a bow tie uh, with a piece of uh, lint. He, he hands it to you. I'm not sure how how this is gonna work out, but if you, you get to a, a temple or and maybe uh, as a favor towards me, they, they are willing to help at least. Yeah, we tried the temple here last night and didn't work. Yeah, if it's, I presume it's the hack who caused this, but yeah. the, our, our piece over here is mostly focused for minor things like, at, at worst, a, a broken bone. I mean, it's, he's basically a doctor. A curse is something, something simply too powerful for, for a, a smaller town like us. So the, the note I, I made you, it, it basically asks for a favor. And I'm not sure if they are willing, but uh, it's, it's the only thing I can do to help. Is there any temple nearby or any priest that you know of nearby that we can ask? I think for, I'm not expert uh, at these things, but I think the nearest place would be a, a major city. Yeah, that's what the people at the temple yeah. told us as well. I, I can't imagine uh, any of the, the smaller temples having any anyone powerful enough to defeat this curse. So you'd recommend us traveling to Eladir? It's, it's up to you guys, depending on where you want to go. We're heading to Breach Hill anyway, so... <coughs> Most most major cities have a, a larger temple with with um, i think someone should be able to do it at least but all right you ask thank you no, i'm i'm sorry i can do i get the scroll things. it's part of the job i take the um i take the uh pouch look at what's in it um you count a total of 50 gold why is it never a number that can be equally divided <laughs> it can if you have four people oh, yeah. okay. Which is what most adventuring parties are balanced around where? Or two people. Or five. Or five. Well, one is dying, so yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> I throw my sword at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Joe. Okay, <laughs> I um, I count out the 50 gold pieces and divide it. We all went four. There's Joe. <laughs> just kidding. 12 pieces for the two of us. And then the remnants for uh, for Ash because uh, you're gonna need it. Pay for the uh, twenty-six gold. Yeah. Well then, now that we're kind of done here, off the bridge hill. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if if as is said, we should go to a major city to find you um to find you a uh, an avenue for curing. Well, the plan was last time that we would go to Breach Hill first because we're going to meet a lot of adventurers there and they might know more on where to find mm -hmm. the specific There might even be some people that might. And if not, because it was on the way there anyway, then we go up to Elevator. Yeah. <coughs> we start heading towards Breach Hill. Okay. Grab the, grab the carts, grab the display. Grab so the yeah, you, you say your goodbyes and uh, made, again, he apologizes towards you about this happening. I just laugh at Lindsay, I'll send the bill your way. He chuckles and, um... <laughs> Nervously. <laughs> Nervously, yeah. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm not paying that. Yeah, you say your goodbyes and you start heading towards uh, Breach Hill. So, yeah, Breach Hill is... Are you going on foot by horse or... By cart. By cart? And cart and horse. It was another three days to make it to Breach Hill. 
It's about a personally. So yeah, it's gonna be three and a bit days, just just slightly over three days. Three and a bit. Um, throughout the days that we're traveling, do I notice any changes, or is the curse like sort of stable? The curse seems stable. It took like a a few minutes for it to really settle on you, but it hasn't changed. Ever. Is there some way that I kind of feel or know that I can do something to ward some of its effects off? So yeah, this isn't gonna be your strong point, but make a uh, occultism check. I mean, I can help out with that if. If you want, uh, you can ask Eleanor and. and yeah, I, I reckon that in the journey I started talking yeah. to you about like how we can lift this. Uh, it's a 14 on my end. That is a uh, 17 on my end. I'm probably not gonna help much. It's a five. You're like... <laughs> I have no. no fucking clue. So, yeah... Um, this is magical. <laughs> you have some knowledge about magic and you some knowledge about magic more as a way of having experienced it. But I just know it exists, that's yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> occult magic. Would this be to identify magic? Um, it's not really identify magic. Um, it's more for the curse itself. Would it be so, identify... If it's identifying something of the sort, I get a uh, plus one circumstance bonus to check to identify magic from uh, being a Seer Elf. Oh, So that would make it an 18 yeah. instead of a 17. I'm not sure if that changes anything. It changes nothing. Ah! Uh, so um, no, fuck you. <laughs> occult magic is kind of out of your realm of expertise. You are more focused on the the primal and arcane ways. I focus on making stuff go boom. Yeah, so much. occult magic like this is kind of strange and uh, not very familiar. And I same like same it. for Ash. You you have some experience with magic by now through Ellen, uh, Elendor, just from seeing him perform mm-hmm. it and, and but occult magic you haven't really encountered much of it before you have the feeling you can the curse isn't really a very active thing as it it doesn't like affect people around you it simply it's also like when I'm trying to swing my sword around or something like that it doesn't feel different it's no, just it, that it, my hand looks different yeah it, it seems it's mostly just a visual thing and you can as you've done uh, up to now you can hide yourself and uh, just bandage it, bandage it up but there's not really like a actual magic effect constantly affecting you or okay. people around you it's not like she randomly breaks her her hip or something. No. <laughs> we need to get a replacement. Talking about, <laughs> talking about like when my tea arrives and if there's biscuits involved. <laughs> replace her kneecaps. Yeah. Beauty is skin deep. In this case, ugly is skin deep. Mm. You you don't feel weaker or um, okay. fragile or anything. The shade. <laughs> uh, do we actually, you know, we have a map, right? Leading to Breach Hill. Yep. Okay. That's why I know that it's precisely three days and a bit. Say five <laughs> hours traveling. Yeah, it's eighty, uh, roughly eighty miles, and you can travel about twenty-four miles a day. So it's like we'd arrive at like three-ish. Yeah, a few hours. You could make a just a power through on the, on the last day, considering it's a roughly eight hours travel a day. It would be like two. Three hours more, tops. So it's if we skipped 
if we skipped pauses for like meals and stuff and uh, went a little, uh, went uh, an hour early, an hour earlier, and uh, went for an hour longer, changing you it from eight to make ten it hours in, in, in three, three days. days. Yeah, it's mostly uh, for the horses, not not for you guys uh, yourself, because you're just sitting. Mm. But it's m more for the horses, uh, not getting too exhausted. Horses go dead. For a, a shorter journey like this, it's not a big, big problem. Even if they get a bit tired, they can rest um, when you get there. Yeah, we'll, if give you don't. Them, we'll give them a few days. If we find someone that will help with this. On this dice roll. And dice roll is important, just to make sure. Everybody understands that you're still in charge. <laughs> <laughs> a certain nomination. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a natural one. <laughs> no, I... Let's see. Oh, damn it. It's the yeah. highest roll you've had in weeks. God damn. Yeah. I've learned, at least as a DM, just kind of keep rolling, even if you don't really need it. So yeah. people don't know you're rolling for something. Yeah, what you're rolling for. My, my favorite thing to do is, like, stare somebody dead in the eye and make, like, a thinking face, and then look down and roll the die. <laughs> And get a one. And then, then just continue with what you're doing. Yeah, so sometimes I'm, I, I don't really need a roll for something, but I, I still do it so just so you guys get kind of thrown off. Oh no, what is he doing? <laughs> Very aggressive roll. Is that a seven or a one? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's the seven right next to the one. Oh, close enough. Um, Same thing, effectively. During your, your, this journey, the, the weather is starting to get a slightly colder. Hallelujah. Yeah, the, the prime summer months, uh, months are over and the temperature is starting to cool down a bit and the weather is also starting to get a bit more, more cloudy and, and just more... It's a nightmare for my joints. More depressing. Still is aching. I wake up every morning, it's getting harder to get out of bed. Age is but a number, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> Your age is but a number, youngin. <laughs> but yeah, the weather is, it's kind of nice for a change to have it uh, a bit cooler instead of just the plain heat burning. And yeah, so it's a three day journey, a bit longer. As Eleanor kind of looked at the map, he decided uh, it's doable in three days if you make a, a, a real effort for it. You sure you can handle it, Granny? I uh, kick Elendor off the cart. Make it tackle. You curses would that mean? Uh, would that be an unarmed attack? Uh, if it's kick, uh, it's unarmed, yeah. Uh, 26. <laughs> I think it hits. Yeah, that hits. Natural, natural 20 as well. Oh, it hits. Let's see. It hits and it crits and he's out! <laughs> That's a d6 plus my strength bonus, right, for me? No, I think normal fist attacks... I am trained in no martial. No fisting, we're kicking. And unarmed. No, uh, regular fist attack is 1d4. 1d4. Or, at, yeah, 1d4 double. It's... Four plus eight. It's like you're sitting next to me making that joke and all of a sudden you're just like, gone. <laughs> I, just fly, I just fly out like, wee! It's just on the way out, you hit a near, nearby tree as we're passing by. <laughs> Ouchie, ouch. You, yeah, you kind of <laughs> feel the little mark you just made. 
but yeah, besides uh, flying out of the car, I I cast heal on myself to heal up. <laughs> And then run after the car. <laughs> I just keep just keep doing it until I'm back up to full. But you only have two, oh yeah, thirty four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you had killed me there, I would have killed been you. Really funny. It would have, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm but assuming yeah. that this is on like day two. Yeah, something like that. On the night of day two to day three, I transform one of the horses into a green horse. Press the digitator. You most certainly can. <laughs> Green horse. Okay. Something you said. Over my yeah. Head. <laughs> Never mind. I had it noted down like, okay, make a green horse. <laughs> you said something. I, I say a lot of things. I know. <laughs> Should have added some context. <laughs> <laughs> How could I add the context if I don't know what it is anymore? We should have added it then. Yeah. Just, write down, it down. just write down the precise circumstances of the joke so I can yes. explain it. Yes. That would be a very Alan Dark move, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take, take like a full <laughs> seminar, bring out the whiteboard. Halt <laughs> <laughs> the entire session for like 30 minutes just to, tell, just to really tell the joke. <laughs> I can explain to you the subtle cultural context. <laughs> You're just doing that stance where you're just kind of waiting for someone to get it. <laughs> ah, ah. And we're all like, mm. let's move on, please. Joe takes a dump and just leaves. Because <laughs> it's a Joe, shitty joke. Joe pees the green coat off. <laughs> Sets the horse on fire for vice with dinner. Like that scene from Ghost Rider where he's pissing fire. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Yes, very good. Horses, Nick. We keep moving. <laughs> Our ranger has uh, suffered a stroke. We uh, apologize for the inconvenience. Make uh, everyone make a perception check. No. I add a ten to your roll for you. Uh, that was a seven. It was fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty-five. That's a sixteen. 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 Two. Almost there. Almost. Almost. That's what she said. I has found it. Has what's gefunden? I have. I have. It's gefunden. On the last day of the journey, somewhere uh, in the afternoon, uh, Eleanor, you start hearing a, a very faint, almost screaming. Screaming. Just like a child being murdered or something. <laughs> Screeching of a child dying um, as they are summoning Barstoon. It sounds like music, like maybe a harp or something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, it's it's quite distant. It's still the screaming of kids. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like <laughs> music. <laughs> ah, yes, music to my ears. Sounds of slaughter, pain, misery, and death. I love it. And some harps. I mean, that's the accompaniment, and that's the accompanying track. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> I really wonder if he might pick that one up. It's hard to tell. Hard to, say. Hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> it might have. It, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, so you hear a, a, a very faint music. And I asked to the group, do you hear that? No. Do we? So, uh, do, do we actually? As, yeah. After I pointed out, like, do you hear that? As faint sounds of harp points out, you guys kind of just quiet down and start listening. It, it takes some effort, but you manage to, to, uh, to kind of pick up, 
pick it up. It does indeed sound like a harp maybe. Uh, it's hard to identify from, the, from this distance and even the, the source of the sound is a bit vague. It, it's, it's very distant but it seems to be kind of echoing just between the trees and, and so it, it's hard to really locate. Uh, but it does seem to be very faintly, very steadily increasing in volume. Think we're close to Breach Hill? Who knows? Would I know if we're close to Breach Hill, considering that I have the map? You know you should still be like 10, 12 miles out, so... We're nowhere near Breach Hill. I mean, we're getting closer, but we still got a ways to go. Is it uh, coming towards us, or is it like we're going towards it? You are going towards it. Right, well, keep an eye out. Maybe some traveling minstrels. Maybe, but if it's fake creatures, I don't think it would hurt to check. I mean, if we're going in that direction anyway. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better that if it is something bad that we are not caught <clears throat> off guard? Fair enough. Um, I guess I jump off the cart and take Joe with me. And maybe we park it somewhere for now? Joe yeah. or the cart? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cart, of course. Uh, yeah, we can check it out. Maybe one of us should stay behind the cart so it doesn't get uh, stolen. Mm. I... Shall I take a look-see and report back, or...? Um, you two can go look. I'll know what's going on if you have my familiar with you. And a cat steps forward out of the shade. Wow, this cat came out of nowhere! <laughs> I got two of them. Please don't make babies. Well, one of them's tiny. Where did you get a cat? Yeah. When did you get a cat? Whose cat did you steal? It's, it not, an actu- it's not an actual cat. It's magical. It looks like a cat. Mm. It looks like a cat, but it is not. It is magical. Mm. Oh. I've been working on this for the past few days, so I don't worry about it. He, it tells me what it sees in my mind. My mind place. Well then. Your mind fortress. <laughs> my mind palace. And I said, uh, I send my familiar to climb up uh, on Ash's shoulders. All right. Kind of like loops there as a uh, as a shoal. Does your magical? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. Does your magical cat? Have <laughs> Don't a name? say it. Yes, it does actually. It's called Condra. <laughs> okay. So this won't interfere when we find something. It won't just run off to tell you that. That'll let me happened. know magically as long All as right. we stay with as long as it's within a mile or so. Okay. Let's go check it out. All right. Leave it somewhere. Let's, um, <coughs> stealthily, <laughs> yes. Nope. <laughs> God damn it. Over stealthily. Thirteen. I do appreciate that, like, even with a four, I just go straight up to a thirteen. I have a twenty-three. And she just vanishes. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're in another dimension. P-M-C-A. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Copyright. 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 <laughs> As you go, guys, kind of dart forward, uh, following the noise. After a few minutes, you also start hearing the, the noise of a, a river flowing. It seems to be coming from the same direction. And the, the, the closer you, you seem to get, 
the music starts getting a bit more focused, more uh, less echoey, and more like you can actually hear where it's coming from. the direction. Mm -hmm. um, can we hear like different instruments? Like, can we determine how many uh, instruments are being played? It seems to be one uh, one single instrument, but it's hard to actually tell the exact instrument. It sounds harp-like, but somehow it 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 sounds less rigid, le less um, like a harp usually has a just a very distinct sound. And this seems to be like something approaching the, uh, a harp-like sound, but more like it's being mimicked like it's trying to sound like it but can we tell where it's coming from like the direction um, make another perception check. 10 16 uh, it seems to be coming from the same direction as the, uh, the river okay should we go to the river find out where the yeah. source of that we'll is just keep close going closer to it I guess yeah. <clears throat> Do we need to roll another cell? For now, uh, not for now. As you guys get closer, the trees start to kind of open up just a bit, so you, you can get some, some viewing distance in. You, you see a, a river crossing, and following the path, just, just looking where the path is going, you see uh, it leads towards a bridge, and sound is coming from the bridge, but from this distance, you don't really see anyone actually there. Um, why just the river? Can we cross it? Or do we need the bridge? Am I with the cart heading towards the bridge? Is that the road? Yeah, it's basically just following okay. the road. I'll, I'll slow down the cart and before the bend I'll stop and stow the cart. If you want to get the cart across, you're gonna need to, to use the bridge. Um, it's for a person, it's possible. Uh, the river is like 15, 20 ish feet uh, wide. It's possible to, to cross, to just swim across, but for the, a horse with a cart, it's gonna be a bit more of a. A bit, a bit rough, yeah. You're at like 60 feet distance uh, from the bridge itself right now. You were coming from the bridge as well? I'd say let's check it out. Quietly? Yeah. No. <laughs> No. 14. Your dice really are cursed. 26. Are, are you staying at a... Are you staying at a distance with the cart? Or... <coughs> Eleanor? Are you staying um, at a distance? You're just beyond the... You're at like 60, 70 feet. As I stop the cart, do I see them? Oh, you're staying behind them. Right. No, I, I I was staying with the cart, um, just going up the road a little bit, because okay. you know, they went towards so, the water yeah, and followed it a bit. They are at about 60-70 feet from the uh, from this bridge, mm -hmm. and you're staying a bit behind them. Uh, the, the forest and the roads are not like very bendy, and the forest isn't very mm -hmm. compact, so it's possible to keep an eye out on them uh, at like 30 feet distance. Yeah, I'd probably stay behind a little bit further. Yeah? Yeah, it's possible to keep an eye out on them, but yeah, the, the farther out they go, the more trees are just going to be in between. So I know roughly what's happening with them because of... Uh, yeah, you can, can roughly see what's happening. You can see movement, but it's just hard to see details uh, from this distance. 
as you silently approach towards the bridge, make another perception check. Should I also roll for Kandra? Yeah. yeah, you can make Kandra. Yeah. That's a 13. <laughs> it's just you. <coughs> uh-uh. So it's close. Uh, uh, let's say 15. 15. Okay, so it's 15. 13. 12. 12. This is going well. <laughs> the one natural 20. Was less for team damage. Be <laughs> off the cart. You all do see uh, on the middle of the bridge, just on the on the rail on the, the side, there's like a a small. It's hard to tell from the dis- this distance. It seems to be something like a a just a, a maybe a rock or a doll or something. It's just like a small hump. It's basically on the side of the of the railing. And the sound seems to be emanating from somewhere around this. Would uh, would I be able to discern uh, if there's anything else on the bridge? Um, th- this is the bridge? only thing you actually really notice about the bridge. Okay. Uh, the only thing standing out. You just want to go? Yeah. I mean, so far we're not getting much out of it. <laughs> Except for a bunch of twigs in places that I don't want to. Uh, we move towards the ridge. You move towards the ridge? Okay. Do you want to keep going stealthily or...? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll another stealth check. Um, one for the familiar as well. And I kind of forgot, what's Joe doing? He's following me. And uh, the stealth roll for Joe as well. 27. 26. 21 for me, and a 13 for Joe. Suddenly the forest behind us is on fire. <laughs> We had no idea. We thought it was just a very warm day. <laughs> Would make Joe more stealthy. Just a forest fire, just jump yeah. in and he's gone. He's <laughs> gonna check the fire for his cat. <laughs> Seems to be going well, stealthily approaching the bridge. But? Until Joe. <laughs> he seems to just be unlucky and, and he very, just very cliche, steps on the twig. And there's just a faint snap, and the music coming from the bridge stops. What do we see? You, you, you guys see the figure starts moving and starts getting up. Contra being alarmed tells me to get my ass here. <laughs> if you want, you can start. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting. Okay. Bolting at them. So yeah, you're about, yeah, roughly, if you're staying just behind them, if they are at the bridge right now, you'd be at roughly where they were before. So yeah. the thing which on the bridge seems to stand up and it's hard to differentiate. It seems to be almost like a big insect. Oh Lord. But somehow it has human-like uh, features as well. What you see is this. It It's tiny. It's like like a quite a big one but it's more like the size of a uh, maybe a hamster okay but it seems to have like the the lower body of a um, like a insect like a mantis a yeah a, a mantis kind of? or, or like a, a maybe a cockroach or you at least a, a insect like the cockroach the cockroach but its upper body seems to be human. more human or almost elf-like uh, even. Okay. 
something somewhere went horribly wrong. It's a centaur roach. <laughs> With wings. It's a winged you centaur roach. From Chernobyl. This is a dragon in my <laughs> It's a bug from Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl? <laughs> yeah. It seems to be. It has the upper body of it's a, a elf like. Lower body of something like a mantis or a, at least an insect. And it's tiny, like like a hamster size. Or it's a pretty big bug. For a bug, it's, it's quite big. For a elf, it's quite tiny. Do we squish it? <laughs> it Roll it, for squish. <laughs> it's, as Joe snaps the, the twig, it stops playing its music. Yeah. It, it gets up and he starts turning around, uh, spotting you guys, and uh, heads towards you. Okay, does it seem friendly at this point, or does it seem like it wants to, like, I don't know, eat us? Does it want to give me a hug or my sword? It doesn't... It seems to be approaching quite cautiously, but you don't... Which I do. <laughs> ...really notice any aggression toward, uh, coming from it. Okay, okay. That's a first. It, it gets a bit closer, but it, it seems to be keeping its distance. About 15 feet out from you guys, it jumps off the railing and, and starts flying and hovering around and it, it starts circling just going around you uh, this entire group just it seems to be curious mostly just looking at you guys and it doesn't seem aggressive okay have you seen one of these guys before? I, I don't think I have make do, a, I, uh, do I know anything about make a nature uh, if you want, you can do as well. Nature. Where's me nature? Oh, there. That is a 20. 16 for me. <coughs> Eleanor, you recognize it. Okay. You've never really seen them before, but you've heard of them and kind of know about them. This seems to be a, a Grig. G-R-I-G. Okay. Grigs are kind of like musicians of the the fey creatures they tend to be quite curious and they have a, a almost like a habit of just confronting uh, evil and just they tend to kind of get themselves into trouble they for their size and, and their strength they tend to just go at things just too big too strong for them all right so they're stubborn little fuckers. Yeah, not necessarily evil, more just annoying even. That's but they they tend to be. they just have a very bad Punchable sense face. of uh, judgment about what to actually challenge and what might be a bit too challenging for their all right their being. So I think our best bet is just to ignore it and move on. <laughs> um. <laughs> As far as you know, they're not not really hostile. Mm-hmm. Mostly just curious uh, and weird. Yeah, f- uh, fake creatures to start off with are often more animal-like, more just curious, uh, curious, and most of them are not always just plain hostile. Right. They can be mischievous. It's uh, it's a hard distinction. 
Um, For now, it's just. It's kind of just kind circling us. Uh, do we hit it? Do we leave it? <laughs> I mean, uh, they don't really pose much harm to us, so I guess we, you know, just leave the critter for what it is. All right. Just, um, just keep an eye on your things. Just get up and start walking normally. Okay. Yeah. Do we just move on? Yeah. All right. Let's go then. You guys start walking, and it keeps. I do want to keep like an eye on it. Yeah. As we. It, it seems to be doing roughly the same, just mostly circling, and it's getting ever so slightly closer. Mm-hmm. But you can tell it's it's still being cautious, mostly with Joe. Fair enough. Sitting <laughs> the flames. But as you guys start crossing the the bridge. About halfway across, the, it it seems to be kind of start losing its interest, and it it starts going back towards the spot where it was, just on the railing. Well, that was an intense encounter. <laughs> and as it's sitting there, it starts kind of like rubbing its legs on it on its body, in a very weird, weird, very weird way. Okay, it has like eight legs for context. <laughs> But you start hearing this 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 music again. Ah, okay. So it's basically a fake cricket. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Hmm. I guess at this point I've uh, run back to the cart and I've uh, starting uh, moving the cart across as well. Okay. So yeah, you start uh, riding the cart towards the bridge. I want everyone at the bridge, so the both of you, your familiar and Joe, to make a will save. Aha! 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 Mm, that is a 25 for me. And a 19 for Joe. That is a 13 for Kondra. And a 27 for me. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, uh, 25. 25. 25. Uh, yes. And Joe had 19. 19. Okay. Yes. As you guys are crossing the bridge, you guys notice the music and it. It seems to be a different tune from before, and it sounds slightly different. But it's, it's kind of catchy, but nice. But as you're walking, <laughs> both cats kind of start just... One of them starts humping my bouncing. throat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they kind of start just bouncing and just... They, they seem to be kind of caught up by the, by the music. And they, they start slowing down a bit and... They're still walking with you. We're watching cats now. Yeah, they're <laughs> for reference. <laughs> they seem to be cats. Kind of. One, one of them's music. literally wrapped around her. Uh, yeah. Around my neck. Yeah. I mean, cats the movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just kind of just going with uh, with the music, and, and Joe as well is kind of more like just bouncing. <laughs> they're doing the puff puff dance. It's it's <laughs> kind of cute to see, but uh, uh, but yeah, you you guys can cross without a a real problem. Without having gets fun. A, gets her and it's, a, it's a full recreation of the smooth criminal club. <laughs> <laughs> As you approach um, with the car. I mean, I can tell that this is happening because of uh, the connection with camera. The moment you get close enough, you, you start hearing the, the mm-hmm. music properly as well. Explaining why the cats are like. 
<laughs> while your mental feed are while your mental feed is just doing this um, so bopping to make the a uh, wheel safe uh, as well uh, that is a 19 so yeah as you're riding uh, across the bridge you start feeling the music as well just bopping along you've been hit by you've been struck by and so do the horses. <laughs> oh boy. So all of a the horses now, now I really want to see the horses do the thriller dance. It's going, hey. Just on the hind legs. Well, all the animals start going in. You know that you know really weird uh, horse riding game on, I think it was on PC, with the horses going like that the whole time. Oh man. As they dance the thriller dance, I <laughs> would I be able to recognize uh, what it is considering my background and uh, uh, make a nature check as well. Do we know the horses? Uh, that the horses are dancing now. You can if you look. <laughs> <laughs> you just see the horses. <laughs> I rolled a twenty-one. So yeah, you recognize this uh, as well as in Aker Hick. Mm-hmm. Same as uh, Eleanor, you, you know they are basically half elf, half cricket. Uh, and they tend to be more just mischievous and sometimes just idiots in challenging st- stuff they shouldn't. But part, a part of me is like concerned that this is like some kind of way to hypnotize them and then they're gonna turn into like straight up murder machines when the song is over. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're mostly harmless. They, they can pose a threat, but considering the size and the fact with how many people you mm-hmm. are, it's, it doesn't seem to be a real danger. I humor the little guy and start clapping. While shaking your butt. Yeah, he uh, just very parroting while clapping. He gives a like a slight bow and then uh, just keeps playing. Meanwhile, I'm just standing up, scratching my head over everyone, like twerking and shit. Or Joe's just twerking in the background. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, we, we just got the Hakuna Matata segment of this campaign out of the way. Kind of imagine like a disco ball just dropping down from a tree. Just, <laughs> just yeah. a bunch of beetles on a ball. <laughs> it takes a bit longer than uh, it should with the, the horses basically dancing. Uh, at some point, I, pitch, at some point, I ask the grief to stop playing just for a few minutes, promising that I'll be an audience for like five minutes if we can get the card through. Um, he hesitates, but. He complies and uh, he stops playing, and the horses kind of calm down and, and manage to cross. I stay on the uh, bridge for five minutes, listen to him play. Um, Meanwhile, we're just standing there on the other side, like wondering why what is happening. he just stopped and got off the cart. So, yeah, he, he starts playing a bit and he starts making a, a real effort towards it. Uh, before he was more like just just dealing jamming just, just jamming a bit but now he seems to be with a actual audience he's gonna go for a one a strange helmeted like, figure like he pulled out a light show and there's <laughs> like smoke everywhere but, but about this size <laughs> yeah and <laughs> um, no, he he kind of starts using some of his other legs as well 
and he starts almost just playing a solo band. You... Just, just a one-man band on a bridge, playing with himself. <laughs> and everyone's just watching, you know. This is it's not a performance, this is an exhibition. <laughs> 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 it it kind of changes. Before it was more folk like. Mm-hmm. After after you. Um, no, it actually turns into thriller. <laughs> he starts playing the trooper by our maiden. He goes more <laughs> like a jazz trio, and you hear like a, a, a like a bass play a, a small almost just a smith and rhythm just clicking and 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 thumping. And using his forehead as a kick drum. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you hear something almost horn-like um, coming uh, somehow from it. It's weird. It's it's weird seeing a basically a cricket rubbing its legs together and somehow a saxophone produces. But it happens. It's magic. And it's, it's a nice performance. It's Pathfinder. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy. He, he seems to perform all, like a, a few songs and a Kind of goes for a, another bow, and uh, with that, he comes up to you just a bit closer, mm-hmm. almost just like waves you goodbye, yeets off. It steals all your money. <laughs> Stab you in front. <laughs> Shanks me. <laughs> yeets me off the side. You don't know this, but you now have bombs installed inside you. <laughs> what? <laughs> You are now I, I wave the great goodbye and then catch up with the rest. <laughs> Takes off his mask and Takeshi Kitano. <laughs> We're now back on the set of Battle Royale. But yeah, um, so as you cross the bridge, you, you start getting into the car again. And, uh, you guys can resume your your travel. I now imagine that that cricket played a one-man band interpretation of Tank, the opening to Cowboy yeah. Bebop. That was a mental image I didn't need today. <laughs> well, too bad. It's Pathfinder. You've got it. Cricket playing tank. How does he slap the bass, though? Does that the same way that he plays all his music. By rubbing himself? Yes. It's, 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 it sounds like it's played by a synthesizer. We'll put it that way. Just think like Power Rangers. Yeah, it's like a, a, a flute thingy. Plays like a flute. Sounds like a... a dinosaur. <laughs> Sounds like a synth trumpet, and he's playing it through his helmet, and just yeah, just yes. was it, wasn't it a knife that sounds like a flute? Yeah, something like that. He, it's a knife. He plays like a flute through his helmet, and it sounds like a synthesizer trumpet and or saxophone. Someone's a giant, just... giant robotic eagle. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Just yes. Since it may not fun, it was. Yeah, I had to take a note. About the kick uh, performance. <coughs> You're now going to hear Tank popping up every now and then. Just in the distance. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Kind of like a, just kind of imagine this, this kick like as a battle bard. Just follow you guys, just play the battle team every time. <laughs> 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 you guys just calling for a dungeon all of a sudden battle music from <laughs> Battle for Big Bridge starts playing. 
But yeah, you you guys can uh, just keep your journey going. Nef uh, there nothing else you want to do during this journey? No. Alandar finds themselves hung, humming along to the song every now and then. It's quite catchy. Yeah. The horses, they start... Kind of just... Jamming Every along. so faintly, just bopping along. These horses having an existential crisis. Why do I understand what music is now? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the colors. <laughs> <laughs> That tasted purple. Roughly, uh, it's a bit after dinner, uh, but uh, still, st it's in the evening. You guys reach Bridge Hill. Is there anywhere particular you want to go first, or oh, what's there to do in Bridge Hill? What is there to see? Yeah. Besides right. the festival, it seems to be a quite a simple town, fairly large. So as you guys enter, there's like a main road just going through the town, and it leads up towards a towards a bridge. As you guys get to uh, to the bridge, you you can kind of look around a bit more, and you can tell this town is basically split in two by the river. So there's more like a a living uh, the living spaces on one side and more like the the shops and the more functional buildings seem to be on the other side i've been spelling it wrong for three sessions in a row now bridge yeah i wrote b-r-c-c b-r-e-e-c-h hill <coughs> instead of bridge hill bridge yeah two technically bridge. it's a bridge hill i kind of just make bridge hill from it um but yeah it's up to you where to head to first um, is there anything you want to start looking for or um, I would first like to look for an inn, if mm -hmm. possible, Okay. Yeah. around town as we make our way here. Then we can at least park the cart. Yeah, and find some lodgings, then mm -hmm. ask for information there. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna send a map in the Discord so you guys can kind of figure it out. Um, so you guys entered from the... Northwestern side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what in heck's name is the Picolier? <laughs> sounds like an inn. So what time? Uh, what's, where did we came in from? From the northwest. Northwest. Okay. Next to Vasker's cards and wheels. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we have a mortuary. How good. So. I'm just gonna make this a bit easier on the lower. As you enter, there's almost just like a tourist, just for travelers. Because this town is specialized in, in uh, using adventurers and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They kind of know adventures, they, they want to know where can I find the inn, where can I find this, where can I find the, the wizard. And they basically just consolidated everything into a, a like a flyer and at the entrance they kind of just hand you a flyer and just all the easy info it's it has a, a crude map on the back and some info about where uh, like where's the inn where's the town hall just the basic info kind of reminds me of the uh of that entry sequence when uh, in shrek when they enter lord farquaad's town oh animatronics <laughs> yeah uh is there something akin to a temple on this uh this map I see some. 
potential. Mm. The great dream house. She then smile. That might be. No. Um, I've added another uh, file in the in the Discord. It's part of the the, the campaign we're basically gonna do, uh, but it also has all the info for new players for easiness' sake. And it also has the map somewhere toward the end, and some of the just the the simple things you can do during this campaign. Oh, yeah. The dream house is a temple. And then which one's the inn? There's a basically a dive bar. The what was it? Cadence Cake. Yeah. Cadence Cake. Yeah, and I. Pickled air is a way. And the pickled air is uh, is a, a more like a dive bar. So yeah, it's uh, a bit up to you how you guys want to proceed. Um, you wanted to go towards a temple. Uh, yeah, it might be better to first drop off at the uh, at the inn. Uh-huh. But then first first order of business, find a local temple. Yeah. There's two. Yeah, there's the dream house. There's the dream house and Sheelan's smile. Right. Doubles up as a temple as well. Let's f- uh, visit the actual temple first. Well, first the end. guild and temple to Shirin, goddess of art, beauty, and love, and music. Hmm. Beauty. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> As you head towards the inn, most of the town folks seem very excited, very friendly. More adventurers, woo! Yeah, in most towns, adventurers are kind of just considered, uh, yeah, neutral. They're they're kind of just around so people don't really notice them uh, most of the time don't really bother them or just just they're, they're part of life but here it seems like people are really really friendly really almost overjoyed to see uh, see adventurers arrive it's a weird but pleasant feeling to be this appreciated uh, by the people we don't have to solve our problems ourselves yeah yeah <laughs> Potential employment, yes. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Money! Wow! Do you want to head towards the Cadence Keg or the. Let's head to Cadence Keg. Yeah. Park the cart. Get some lodging. So, yeah, as you get to the, uh, the Cadence Keg, feed the horses. You are met by a female human. She introduced herself as uh, Brian, uh, which you can see in the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... She's also a priestess. Okay. Multifunctional. Mm-hmm. Multitask. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you, you guys go through the basics, arranging for some uh, so, some food. Uh, it's, it's not crazy late, but it's past dinner time, so you are starting to feel a bit uh, peckish. But she, she arranges uh, some... Uh, some food and housing for the for the horses and, and somewhere to, to stall the cart. You want to ask uh, about the temple or uh, yeah, her being also one basically the priest. She asks you to come by the, the next morning and she'll at the temple. She will make a, a proper diagnosis basically, um, make a, a proper uh, examination. She thinks she might be able to help. She's not sure, but. If there's anyone able to, it would be her. So uh, she's kind of busy right now working the inn. If there's anything else, you can uh, you can still visit the temple for just the basic healing. Or, but yeah, just from a glance, she can tell this curse is gonna be a bit. Uh, it's gonna take some effort. All right. Um. Well, I guess we'll take some rooms at the inn and settle in for some town exploration. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. 
she yeah she she hands you a few keys for the for the rooms and uh, it gives you another just kind of like a welcoming speech. In the inn is a a more detailed a, a like a just a better version of the the map which is drawn on the on the back side of the the flyers you guys have. Mm. And she kind of just points around where all the landmarks are and just kind of reiterates everything which is on the flyer just to help you guys get some info and it's a pleasant evening it's a bit cloudy but there's no rain so it's a nice enough moment to just go explore prance around in town all right so now we're here what are we gonna do well we were here to either help you and um take part in the festival when is the festival? Can we inquire about the festival? Wasn't it eventually? Did, did we even get on time here for it? The way this festival works is basically it's like a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. So the next one is going to be in a few days. So you haven't missed the upcoming one. Yeah. All right. But yeah, as it, it it's basically every month. So even if you miss it, you can just go and go to the next one. Mm-hmm. It's more the tasks being wireless or at least being given they are kind of time depend- dependent so if you miss a month a, a, a task might have already been uh, fulfilled by other adventurers or the problem might have evolved or basically you can just go every every month yeah how do you guys want to proceed for now um i'd say we get a bit of a lay of the land yeah kind of explore the town a bit see start with the start with the curse yeah well, the proprietor said that she will be able to help me, try to help me mm-hmm. uh, lift it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just going to have a stroll around town, I guess. It is around dinner time, right? Mm-hmm. Or past dinner time? It's past dinner time. If you, you can, the inn is already serving food, so you can stay in the inn and eat some dinner first. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Just grab something to eat. Yeah, we could all just sit down for dinner, have a drink, then kind of wander off into uh, town. So, uh, just to make, so you guys know, it's, uh, right now it's the 12th the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's toil day, which would be a Tuesday for us. Mm-hmm. Coming Friday, fire day in this uh, calendar, uh, the 15th will be the town hall meeting, or the day of the festival, basically. So, yeah, just to make sure, so you guys can plan around it. Let's get drunk for three days. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm at least having some food. Yeah, I'm going to join in on that. She she starts, or at least she kind of shouts uh, to the back, and um, s- some meals are being prepared for you. doesn't take well, very long, but some, some plates come, uh, come out of the kitchen, and you guys have a, a nice, just proper meal. It's It's been a while for you, uh, have, after traveling first like almost two weeks and spending like one or two days in the inn and going on traveling again so these these proper meals in the inn are always a, a highlight of just just the journey and, and it's nice to have a, a, a nice meal so what are we gonna do for the next three days i see that they have a bookstore well now we know where we'll find you for the next three days <laughs> maybe once let's see what they have we might also want to get in touch with the Pathfinder Society, send Pathfinder Society and Alma a message that we've uh, completed the job. Yeah, how does that work, actually? Did we ever ask? 
I believe it was through expiry that if it wasn't renewed, it was assumed to be done. Being just like a job uh, job board, we took uh, we took it, and if it hadn't been completed fast enough, they would just put it back up again. That would be fair, yeah. Okay. So I'd like to see if we can send word to the Pathfinder Society, see if they um, no, just let them know that the job's been done, so they don't have to worry about reposting it. Is there a thing as a mailing service here? I'm um, sure we'll find a courier somewhere. Kinda, yeah. You can... You can fax it. You can go for an actual courier. It would be a bit more expensive. You can... Which often happens is just ask a merchant or someone traveling in the, the correct direction to basically ask them, can you take this letter with you? Mm-hmm. And there's spellcasting services for a direct message, uh, but those are a whole lot more expensive. Mm. We'll find a, uh, a courier or a merchant or something. I'll spend some time working on that tomorrow. All right. And you? I guess I'll spend my time looking around town and seeing when other adventurers come in and, I don't know, maybe just converse and get to know a few people. Could be handy in the long run. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Not my strong point. <laughs> Find you. Um, make a side check. Oh, God. Oh god, it's already starting. I take that back. Nope. That's a four. <laughs> you um, make a uh, you make a serious attempt at being social. It seems to stay at attempt. Uh, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. We're approaching everybody with a forced smile, like, "Hello, how are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. You're kind of used. Uh, you're preparing yourself for for having a. Uh, conversation with people and you're kind of used to the most city folks being kind of neutral by being not really jerks but after themselves but in this town people are so so goddamn friendly it's the moment you try to approach them they flood over you with, with like pretty much with just niceness hug the hell out of you and i'm just like and it yeah it, it scares you off in, in great when do we leave <laughs> that's the thing we don't no, fuck. <laughs> You do notice, going around there, don't seem to be a lot of adventurers yet. Okay, so you came a bit early. Yeah, and as okay. as uh, Brian was uh, explaining in uh, back in the end, it's a monthly thing, so mm-hmm. it just depends we on We rushed on here, but there was no need to. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it might even happen there are no adventurers, or like just 30 of them. Because it's, uh, it's not a yearly thing, so people tend to not really rush with going there. Yeah, right. It's not adventure con. <laughs> I guess um, if it's if it's the very evening uh, that we get there. Yeah, it's, Alan it's like also, seven, if, eight-ish. When Alan does, Alan, in that case, Alan does also going to be uh, asking around a bit. Four? Mm, just like getting to know some people. Okay, yeah, make a uh, society check as well. You can just roll on your... No, I can't. I have this thing for a reason. That would be a 25. So, yeah, you, you go around and it's like most people are almost just willing to give you a tour through the town. And oh, please, no need. Most tired. of it seems to be, most of it you kind of already know and heard. It seems to prevent, to make sure new adventurers don't have to just go and, and ask around town every time mm-hmm. they made basically these flyers and these uh, kind of guides to help help people around but yeah going around do see a, a few nice places 
one of them being the, the monument circle. And it seems to be kind of like the highlight of the, the town, this point eight. Mm-hmm. And it, it seems to be like just a very nice looking centerpiece just to the town. But yeah, you, you kind of make just make a round and make sure you kind of know where's the bookstore um, I want to visit tomorrow probably. So you already kind of at least know and you, so you've seen it before. Yeah, is there anything else you want to do this evening or this this night? Um, I asked um, ask the people that are showing me around if there's any good bars for bar fights. Not for me, mind you. i not a huge drinker helmet and everything, but um, the companion of mine uh, is a huge fan of fighting. Well, apparently the Wizard's Grace is where all the, the, the adventurers go for the festival, so you might find someone in there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if not, there's the, the Pickled Ear, which is also just more the more rough mm. uh, bar. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. They, they happily oblige. Yeah, Before you know it, there's posters all around town about a potential bar fight going on there <laughs> tonight. Entertainment! Yes. Everyone's placing bets already. They don't even know who it is. <laughs> is it the resident champion or the newcomer? How many is newcomer is this? We lost count. I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, so basically, Melander does that and then goes to bed. Okay. Anything Ash wants to do? I'm just going to take it easy for now and uh, get sloshed. You uh, take it easy and get sloshed. So yeah, and then try to find my bed. After my monstrous failure at trying to fit into the city life, I scramble back to the inn, (laughs) like my ass is on fire, thank you Joe. And I just head to my room. You don't join in on getting sloshed? (laughs) No. It's a lively evening. It seems that the town folks are just very happy to, to welcome you. And they, um, Brian, for example, is also just very curious to, to talk to you about uh, your adventures, about what you've been through. And just everyone seems to be very just welcoming and very friendly of getting to know you. Um, and, uh, and the question is, does it seem sincere? Mm make a, uh, what's it, inside, or is it a yeah, society? Or do we end up in that little town and hope for and everyone just a big cult? Yeah, make a society check. Four. <laughs> in people are friendly. Next day, you wake up in a bathtub full of ice. <laughs> <laughs> With no kidneys. No kidneys. Goddamn, it's all my kidneys. A flaming cat in the, <laughs> in the bedroom. And us missing. <laughs> That's not new. <laughs> And instead, we find two penguins in the bed. <laughs> what are the penguins doing? I don't know. You just found them there. I mean, just trying to imagine what the hangover would be like in a town like this. Two ice cold rats. Did we get a um, estimated time on um, when we would go to the temple? Um, not really specific. More just in the morning. Let's see didn't really state a, a exact time. I would basically like to go there as early as possible. Okay. So yeah, it's it's early in the morning, like five, six-ish. Some people are already up and, and kind of doing the thing. But you head towards the... Which temple do you want to go to? Uh, the one that Brian Bryn told okay, us yeah, about. So 
she, she points you towards the, the great dream house. And as you get there, um, she and a, a another another priest are already kind of setting up and preparing. This other priest is a, a male elf, and he seems to be from a, a other uh, a other deity. At least the symbol he is uh, carrying mm. seems to differ. Do I recognize it? Uh, make a religion check. No, you don't. Three. It's a different religion or a different date. And this is a triangle and not a circle. <laughs> they kind of welcome you in, but they, they seem to have a kind of sincere, just a almost stern demeanor. And My friends, the entire uh, demeanor has changed from um, as a proprietor to priestess. Yeah, uh, but they are not the only people here. There are some more just random priests almost just working and they seem to be in the more joyful uh, mood like like all the villagers these two they seem to be focused on what they are about to do for you so as you approach they they welcome you and uh, they they start asking about how how did you end up like this i can tell but we were in the farm for another assignment for the pathfinder society and found a hag that we had to fight against so yeah, as you mentioned, a hag. They, you see them both tense up a bit. Just hearing the word hag kind of gives them a clue uh, as to how this predicament for you is, how powerful this might be. Or it seems to be a for most people who know about curses, knowing it, it's from a hag, kind of seems to be may uh, make a make a big difference. Okay. So from my understanding, I needed to find a more a priest more powerful than the people who attended the temple in Navarne. They tried to help me, didn't work. I can imagine it's it's a powerful curse. Is the the hacking question still alive? No, it's gonna make it even harder. They look at each other and they, they seem to be discussing about how to approach this. And can I listen in on them to hear if it's like anything? Make a religion check. Seventeen. They're talking about some rituals, basically, to, to break the curse. And most of it seems to be a bit above your uh, understanding. But you do kind of make out the intent to perform a ritual to remove this curse. And as they're kind of just stating some, some stuff they need for it. Again, are towards each other. Um, they're just kind of like listing some stuff they need and then kind of just going through the motions or discussing it. And as they uh, as they kind of list the, the, the stuff they need, Brian perks up and walks towards the back. And after a few minutes, she, she comes back. She seems slightly worried talking to, to Kellen about, about stuff. And they come up back to you. So, good news and bad news. Which one do you want first? Um, start with the bad. We can't complete the ritual right now. We are lacking a few material components. Such as? We need about two plants. One being called a creeping mangrove. The other being a fidra. Good news is they are quite local, but can be kind of hard to, f- to find. You have to go slightly deeper into the, the woods to, to find them. But I think we should be able to, to lift this curse with this ritual. 
So I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna look around, see if anyone has some of these herbs left. Uh, but I'm afraid uh, someone's gonna have to go out and, and gather them. So. Want me to wait here until you're back, and then otherwise I can just go into the woods and try to find them. I can help. Are you there? Give me purpose. <laughs> um, do you want to go uh, along, or did you want to go along with? I Ash? mean, yeah. I don't have much else to do. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, as you're having this discussion, uh, Eleanor's kind of just standing in the back. I will take it. I volunteer as a tribute. I will take the ring to Mordor. So yeah, oh, no. Brian kind of exp- yeah she explains about the herbs he uh, needed. And I'll I'll go around town and, and see if anyone has them left. But I'll, I'll be right back and she she heads off. And Kellen, the other priest, kind of keeps explaining. And I think we should be able to break this curse. It's gonna be a a tough one, but um, if we manage to to get the the last materials it, it should be doable how well versed are you in, in botany and it kind of just goes between the two of you or I'm how just you look at her I mean I spend most of my time around nature <laughs> I know some things <laughs> do I well you guys did defeat a hag so don't think the woods around here should be any any problem. Yeah, how about can I ask it it's it I don't feel right asking this of the person needing it, but if you guys can uh manage to find some of it, hopefully bring a bit more so we can stock up again. Uh we can probably lift uh, or start the ritual the moment you get back. Would I cover the curse uh the cost of lifting this curse? The other components would be about 10 golds. It's, it's not, a, not a lot. But if you bring more of the these components along, we'll consider it against the cost. So the more you bring, the less expensive. Alright. So do we wait for Bren to return or should we just head out? Uh, yeah, let's wait for her to return. Maybe Someone in town already has some, but... Alright. And if not, we know how much we need. So, yeah, for now, just um, have faith and... I've... yeah. With some luck, by tonight you might even be free of this curse. Let's hope so. What are you doing in the meantime? Um... I will probably start out by going to the bookstore. At the bookstore, would probably ask... What kind of what kind of books do you sell here? It's mostly academic stories, uh, history, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's anything really specific you're looking for, I am from a tribe that is in a location in a forest that is perpetually in autumn. Like the leaves are always colored, etc., etc. And I have been given the quest to go to locations where it is perpetually summer, or perpetually winter, perpetually spring. Go there, spread knowledge, return. And I'm, uh, I'm looking for some clues as to where these locations might be, because I would have no idea where to start looking. I 
can imagine the trouble. She kind of ponders and she starts going through her books, kind of motions towards a, a halfling in the back. And he comes up and they, they discuss it and you see them kind of go through the, the bookcases and, and he points at it and, and she you see her think. And after about 10 minutes they, they come back and I don't think we have anything you're looking for right here at the moment. But that is unfortunate. I can send out a message, make an inquiry about it, see if maybe someone else or maybe um, at the archives they might be able to at least find a clue in which direction for you to... The archives? Yeah, the the Bleach Hill archives. They're uh, across from the the town hall. It's mostly focused on on the history around this area itself, but I mean an archivist might be able to... uh, at least point you in the right direction of where to look for this. I can I can relate to how hard this hmm. would probably be to find. It's, it's very specific. I could always go and go to the archives myself if, if I, but first I have to confer with the rest of my party as to what their plans are. So if you head to the archives, just just ask for uh, Johel. He um, he, sh- I, I mean he's your best bet for this. Um, are you staying here for the festival? Um, yes, that is the plan. So, oh. so yeah, if you're here, gonna be here for a few more days, I'll, I'll, I'll keep searching. Maybe I'll find something. I'll keep an eye open for Thank you. Could you maybe tell me a little bit about the history of the festival? Like, where did it start? Why is it a tradition that continues to uh, re- reiterate itself? This town was originally founded and even saved by a adventurer and the local lords and, and they kind of just ignored us but the heroes mm-hmm. of our town are just adventurers just travelers so we kind of just adhered to this uh, this notion of them being our saviors so okay and it's it's quite a old tradition by now but yeah Jorel might be able to ease more knowledgeable about the, the actual town history I'm more of the more academic nature. Okay, well, very well. Um, since we're on the topic of books and stuff to do with paper, would you be able to tell me where I might be able to go to identify spells or find spell scrolls, uh, books related to magical lore, um, etc., etc.? Or would that be here? That would be here. Okay. Um, well, I don't know where to go. Um, if I ever need a, a further reading. Well, um, happy to see you and yeah. happy to see uh, see you back. So yeah. uh, I'll I'll keep an eye open. Thank you very much. And um, she kind of nods towards you, and uh, so does the halfling. Uh, anything else you want to do? Might go check up with them. Did you tell Ellen Dar where you go? Uh, where where we went? I. <coughs> no, I just went off, but I kind of assumed that he overheard the initial conversation okay, with so, the yeah. proprietor. Um, going back to the inn, you uh, you don't see the other two, but... I did not hear the conversation. It's up to you to find us, buddy. As you get back to the inn, your party is not there. I'll go and look for them, without uh, really asking anyone. Make a society check. That is a natural two, for a total of ten. You start asking around and... Have you seen a flaming cat passing by? <laughs> <laughs> Most... Only... People don't seem to. They they kind of know who, who you uh, 
when you're describing who you're looking for, they kind of know. Mm-hmm. Most people saw yesterday news already kind of like spread. Oh, new adventures! They haven't really seen her, and it takes you by about a half an hour until someone kind of finally manages to point you towards the temple. Okay. So by the time Elendor arrives, so does Brin. She she comes uh, running up back to Kellen, and uh, you see her slightly disappointed telling him she, she couldn't find any of the herbs in, in town and she starts inquiring maybe I mean it's good but should we maybe ask them to and you kind of overhear this but they're talking uh, just to each other Hopefully. I st- step in and say don't worry we're already caught a deal ah yes um, eager to get him back into the woods I'm like well well <laughs> do you have a visual descriptor of the uh, creepy mangrove hedra yeah, um, she like a uh, small drawing or something. She walks to the hang on, and she walks to the back and comes back and kind of makes a, a rough sketch of what the, the plants look like. Do I know these plants? Make a nature check. Um, that is a 17. You vaguely know these names, but you also know between alchemist, just botanist, uh witches most people kind of have their own naming scheme so a single plant might have like four or five names depending on who you ask yeah okay so from the description and the drawing you kind of vaguely think you know them mm-hmm. but not the names they they go by here no but i would be able to recognize them yeah recognize them wouldn't be a, a, a problem all right but yeah there's a, a small description added about roughly where to find them how to harvest them uh, where to go basically for this so yeah you you have your instructions does she recognize the drawings yeah from the drawings she can tell which plants uh, these are combined with the the description about where to find them where to and where to go uh, even it should be a a big problem all right as uh walk out uh, kind of give uh, Almodar a little bit of a nut good timing we're about to do some gardening let's go uh sure I guess where are we going uh into the forest nice and specific do we need to take the car with us uh no not for this one okay good keep my show and uh we head on out into the forest to be continued <laughs> <laughs>